Energy leaks are almost always the cause of getting stuck in our spiritual growth. Most people have energy leaks, but they don't even know it. So this is why in tantric tradition, fortifying the energy body is a standard practice, meaning doing practices that strengthen the energy body. So in this episode of the Karmic Warrior podcast, I'm going to talk about why you need a strong energy body on the spiritual path and the three telltale signs of a weak energy body. Hey there, yogis and karmic warriors. Welcome to the Karmic Warrior Podcast, where we talk about living an extraordinary life by practicing time-proven and tested teachings of non-dual tantra and yoga wisdom traditions. I am your host, Lisa Ingalls Witter. I'm a psycho-spiritual counselor, I'm a meditation teacher, and I'm a cr the creator of the Karmic Warrior Oracle Deck. And the goal of this podcast is very simple. It's just to make it easier than ever before for anyone to find happiness and fulfillment in their everyday life by tapping into the wisdom teachings that have already been passed down to us for millennia and to occasionally dispel many of the popular myths which hold us back without our even knowing. Before we dive into today's episode, please do be sure to subscribe to my channel so that you never miss an episode and let's go ahead and dive in. We're going to talk about something that I think is really important. I call this um, a tantric basic, sort of like the fundamentals of tantric, non-dual tantric practice, non-dual tantric yoga, and that is this idea of having a strong energy body. As I said in the intro, energy leaks are probably the most common cause or one of the most common causes of getting stuck or plateauing on the spiritual path. And a lot of people aren't even aware that that's actually what's happening to them. And so this is why in tantric tradition, it's very, very important that we do practices that strengthen the energy body. So not only does having a weak energy body affect our spiritual growth, but it's also going to affect every aspect of our life, especially our relationships. I think that you'll see that as we move through this episode. I'll try to, to point out how that actually happens. But I want to say that probably the biggest symptom in general of having a weak energy body is this feeling of powerlessness in one or more areas of your life. Feeling like, ah, I'm not really in my power. So what happens is that when we do have a strong energy body, the most obvious thing, symptom that you'll experience is that you no longer feel powerless, but also you have this experience that relating to others just becomes easier. In other words, you're able to handle challenging situations and difficult situations more gracefully. Um, and that could mean if you're someone who is normally very highly reactive, that you're able to pause 
and not react, but to be able to see things as they really are, that's very indicative of a strong energy body. If you're someone who is on the opposite end of the spectrum, who normally shuts down, then how it would show up for you is that you would be able to speak up uh, and and to, to not be afraid to speak up. So these are just some examples. One other example of a strong energy body is um, being very stable, not having mood mood swings, excuse me, and in general feeling pretty much uplifted and optimistic about things in life. So let's look at the first sign of a weak energy body. And the first sign of a weak energy body is getting triggered very easily, even though you've quote unquote done the work. This is very indicative of what we would call undigested emotions and undigested experience. Most of the clients that come to me are actually in this situation. They come to me saying, oh my God, I've done so much work. I don't understand why I'm still getting triggered by this one thing in my life. Now the problem is that and this is sort of like the catch that doing the work can get get us stuck in because when I say doing the work, I'm sort of putting it into this category of personal growth, which personal growth is absolutely necessary, but personal growth and the project of personal growth is very different than the project of spiritual growth. Sometimes people think they're the same thing. They're not. Uh, Personal growth is what I would say is a stepping stone to spiritual growth. They're two different things. Now, here's the problem with doing tons of the work, and especially if it's being done in this realm of a personal growth project, and that is doing the work keeps us in our mind. It keeps us doing all of what I call mental gymnastics of trying to fix things. Okay, I need to fix myself. I need to fix this situation. I need to change who I am. I need to transform who I am. I need to release these things about myself. All of these are what I would call mental gymnastics and they are part of the self-improvement project. They're part of the personal development or personal growth project, which is absolutely necessary, but we can get stuck there and get stuck in our mind. What's really needed um, is to digest our emotions. Otherwise, they stay stuck in our energy body. And the experience that we'll have is getting triggered by things, by something someone says or by a certain situation, even though, oh my God, I've already thought I released all this. I thought I already dealt with this problem and here I am still dealing with it again. So again, what's needed in this situation is to digest our emotions and our um, our emotions are held in our energy body and I'll talk a little bit more um, in a, a few minutes about a specific aspect of our energy body but one piece that that most of us are really familiar with are the seven energy centers or the the chakras as it said in eastern spiritual traditions or the chakras as it's pronounced in Western spiritual traditions, doesn't matter which system you're following. The the chakras, the chakras are transformation stations. They are 
these energy centers that hold all of our emotional experiences and we can harness the power of the chakras in order to digest our emotional experience. So oftentimes working with the chakras can really help when we're in this situation where we're being triggered, easily triggered, even though we've done a lot of the work. Now, the second sign of a weak energy body is having a hard time staying centered, having a hard time staying grounded, especially when we're in challenging situations. So here's how that shows up for a lot of the clients that I work with. They'll tell me, and oftentimes when I'm working with them, I'll do a, a psycho-spiritual process or we'll do a specific type of meditation together and they'll they'll report back to me, oh my gosh, I just feel so centered right now. I feel so grounded. And then what happens is they go out in everyday life after they've done that practice. And for some reason, it just seems to fall all apart. It's like, oh my gosh, I can get it when I'm in my practice, when I'm in my meditation. But when I'm not in my meditation and I leave my meditation cushion or I, I, I'm done with my practice uh, and go out into the world, things just sort of fall apart. I can't stay grounded. I, I, I can't keep my center. So there's this constant feeling of, okay, I'm there. I got it. I'm in it. I'm centered. I'm grounded. And oh man, I lost it. I'm not there for some reason. I can't keep it. I can't seem to stay grounded and centered. So when clients come to me with this particular issue, what I'll do is I'll ask them, about their practice and almost always, I will say 99% of the time, they will tell me, oh, well, yeah, I'm not super consistent with my practice. And so this is key here. We have to be consistent with our spiritual practice. If they're in that 1% that's saying, yeah, I'm doing my spiritual practices, then they're not doing the correct type of practice to strengthen the energy body. And there are certain types of practices that do that. So that is the number two sort of telltale sign of not having a strong energy body. Let's go ahead and look at the third telltale sign of not having a strong energy body. And that is being highly judgmental and having a lack of discernment. And when I say judgmental, I mean judgmental not only of others, but of oneself. So how does this relate to the energy body? You might think, hmm, how is this really going to relate to the energy body? Well, in tantric tradition, the energy body is the psyche that interpenetrates the physical body. And the energy body is synonymous with the mental, emotional body. So I'm gonna give you just a really high level sort of cliff notes version of just really like a, a, a sketch of what the energy body is because the energy body has eight facets to it, but I can't cover all of those in this segment. So let me just talk about three of the most important parts or facets, they're all important, but the three most prominent ones that you should know about are called the manas, the ahankara, and the buddhi. 
So let me take those one by one. Manas is the aspect of our energy body that is, it's called the mind, but it's not the brain or the mind like we think about it in Western culture. Um, it is our faculty of attention. And then we have the ahankara. And this is known as the ego, but again, not as we think of it in Western culture or in Western psychology, because in yogic and tantric tradition, the ego, a more accurate way to describe the ego is not that it's a noun, but that it's a verb. So the ego is the I maker, the ahankara is the aspect of our, our mind that makes the eye or is a self-image manufacturer. I'll explain this in just a moment. And then finally, the, the third facet or the third aspect um, that's really important to understand is what's called the buddhi. And the buddhi is our intellect. Again, as you're probably getting used to me saying this, not how we think of it in, in Western psychology. This is a yogic version of intellect. So here's what happens. When the energy body isn't strong, it re results in, number one, an inability to focus the mind, which is our manas, that aspect of the mental emotional body. It also manifests in pervasion of self-referential thoughts, identification with the I. So this is how in yogic tradition, they think of the ego. So having a lot of self-referential thoughts and identification with the I. And then finally, not having a strong energy body results in being judgmental, as we talked about. So when we're strong in all three of these facets, when we have a strong energy body, which what happens is these three facets shift. So now we go from the inability to focus our mind to the ability to focus our attention. We see this a lot in beginner meditators who have really should spend most of their time on concentration exercises and focusing the mind. So when, when we start to clarify, when we start to strengthen our energy body, we will definitely experience the ability to hold attention and concentration and meditation especially. We also will start to release those self-referential thoughts. We won't have as many self-referential thoughts. And then lastly, our judgment starts to shift from being judgment into discernment. So the key here is that judgment is indicative of what we call samskaras. And samskaras are simply the past or the impressions that we have in our subtle body, in the mental emotional body of our past experiences, specifically our unresolved past experiences. So what's needed here in order to transform and to strengthen the energy body in such a way that we're no longer overly judgmental and we're moving towards discernment is we want to turn that judgment into discernment through a process of inquiry that addresses our ability to perceive 
others as well as situations as they truly are, not as we think they are. So judgment is thought of as this outward expression of aversion. And what's needed if we're in, in a lot of judgment is to turn inward because judgment is an outward expression. What's needed is to turn inward and to acknowledge our feelings and to connect our feelings with our unmet needs. So these are, are how we start to strengthen the energy body. So just to recap what we've just discussed, three signs of a weak energy body are getting easily triggered despite doing tons of the work, having a hard time staying centered and grounded, especially when we're faced with challenging situations, and then finally being highly judgmental and having a lack of discernment. And how we work with each of those is when we find ourselves being highly triggered, if you're saying, yes, that's me, okay, then your work is to work at the level of the chakras, to, to investigate your chakras and to fortify your energy body by strengthening um, the chakras, which also means digesting and working through unresolved emotional and um, unresolved emotions and unresolved experiences that are still held in the energy body. If you're having that hard time staying grounded and centered in the face of life's challenges, well, then you're probably someone who needs to put some more time into your practice. And then finally, if you find yourself being really judgmental and having a lack of discernment, then the antidote for you is a process of inquiry to turn inwards and acknowledge that what your feelings are and to connect your feelings with your unmet needs. So the last thing I want to address before I close here is that if it isn't obvious to you already, having a weak energy body is going to affect our relationships, how we relate to others. If you are someone who's easily triggered whenever you're coming up against a challenging situation, obviously you're getting triggered in relation to someone else, if not yourself, right? So that's affecting your relationships right there. If you're having a hard time staying grounded and centered in the midst of the chaos of life and the tumultuousness of life, which obviously happens all the time, that's going to affect your relationships. And of course, if you're highly judgmental and you're unable to be more discerning, you're not going to make the right choices. You're going to be overly reactive. You're not going to be seeing people and situations as they really are. And that's going to affect your relationships. So again, having a strong energy body is the basis of a good spiritual practice but also the basis of walking the spiritual path. And if we don't have a strong energy body, it's going to cause us to repeat the same patterns, the same unhealthy patterns in our relationships. So if that sounds like you, I invite you to check out my video on how to unlock the law of karma and put an end to your relationship mistakes. I put a link in the description below so you can just click on that link, head on over to that video and check it out. 
please do leave a comment. What are your thoughts about this episode? What touched you? What, what can you relate with? What questions do you have? I'm always answering comments, so please do leave a comment. I love those. And until next time, be safe, be well, and namaste.